Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're back. We had to take a week off last week, but game week 12 just finished. It wasn't really that fun of a game week, but hey, we get another one coming up tomorrow. Jake, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. We yeah. didn't. Uh, we didn't pod last week. Are you doing okay? Uh, yeah. Works. Works been brutal. That's probably the nicest way to put it. Yeah. We. Uh. I. It was funny. I. Well, I don't know. If funny is the right word. But I. I sent out a tweet just saying like, hey, you know, life is life once in a while, and you can't always record a podcast. And in our defense, we've. Um. We. I think last year we didn't miss a week. Like, I think every yeah. game week, we or every week at least, there were a couple game weeks where you'd have, like, the two game weeks in a week, and we I think we got one out. And, like, the year before that, I think we had one game week where we missed. And so it doesn't happen very often. But I, so I put out this tweet, like, hey, bad news, you know, no pod this week. And I just kind of was laughing, like, the amount of love that it got was kind of absurd. Like, I think it got over 100 likes, and there were, like, 20 comments and like 10 people dm'd me and were like hey guys is everything okay and then i was like oh shit the tone of was the tone of my tweet that like someone fucking died you know like <laughs> like uh yes yeah, like um yeah my whole family died so i guess we can't roll a podcast out this week i don't know <laughs> jesus yeah but uh everyone was really nice so thanks thanks to everybody who um who reached out just to like make sure we were cool it wasn't anything like that it was just quite literally like schedules were crazy and work was just has been insane for both of us kind of actually um i mean jake's definitely way more than mine but um but yeah so we just we couldn't get a pot out so thanks for being patient and sorry for those of you that uh struggle with your lives if you don't get to hear our voices i know jake struggles if he doesn't get to do do a podcast I do. I've been very sad. We actually had our first uh, COVID positive case in our hospital um, uh, a couple really? of days ago. Yeah, yeah. So, and mm. I also got my first concussion. So good times. You yeah. got a concussion? Yeah, I, I did. I'm yeah. Did yeah. your did your wife hit you with a wine bottle? <laughs> That's what everyone's probably going to assume, but but no, but uh, yeah. So. You don't want to elaborate on how that happened. I, I was playing soccer. Yeah. So. Oh, really? Did you get like mm-hmm. uh like a head-to-head collision? I uh I got fouled, and we're not going to talk about that because there was no call. But um, <laughs> I the ball got played through, and I I I got to it and played the ball back to a a player, but the keeper came out and. And a guy shoved me into the keeper. Uh, and so I hit the back of my head against the turf like hard. I vomited. I was not in a good place last night, but I feel better today. So I'm good. Oh, this happened last night? Yeah. 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 So you got yourself up. It's seven in the morning. Well, eight in the morning for you. You got up for a podcast. Yep. Well, it's like, let's do it. Why didn't you just, why didn't you just text me and like, hey, we're not doing a podcast this week because no. I'm throwing up everywhere. I have a concussion. No, I just, I, well, the problem was I tried to play through it and it didn't go well. And I was like, I just need to sit out. And I was like, it's good. The, my teammate drove me home, which was very nice. Very, very, very nice of them. That was actually the girl who scored the first goal. And I felt really crappy because. I was like, you scored and now you're driving me home. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I really wish you would have just told me this before the pod. Like, nah. Yeah. I feel <laughs> roll a lot the better. dice. 
roll the dice. It's fine. I'm just not Uh, looking at the computer screen. It's okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, screens are really good when you've got concussions. You know, (laughs) fix your head. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, geez. So, all right. I seriously didn't know that. So, um, what a great way to start the podcast, everyone. Like. Really, for those that listen, the now you know the true dedication of Jake. You can't roast him for anything other than throwing up on his computer during this podcast. So, yeah, and the permanent brain damage that you're doing right now by doing this rather than resting. So that's good. That's good. I don't um, need my brain anymore. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. All right. Well, I guess we can get into like some pod specific stuff now. This is great. Um, happy birthday to Wilson. Patreon member, and uh, I think it's um, I think it's I thought you said this week, um, but anyways, happy birthday, Wilson. I, the, the your present is Jake. Now is going to die, uh, because <laughs> because he's doing this pod and he shouldn't be. So great. Um, I don't know if that's a good present for her, but I think a lot of people would enjoy that present. I don't I'm know. Just saying no. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know if people would like like if you were dead. I mean. You know, that the part of it, then you wouldn't be on the pod. We'd have to like, I'd have to cut out clips of you like from the past or just use your Jake voice. Oh, yeah. Like I would still be on the pod for like a couple more weeks until you ran out of like data to use. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it'd just be like the same. I'd have like a little uh, one of those those queued up boards with like lines that you use. You know, would you, Jake, how are you, buddy? Not great. You know, like, (laughs) I only like four things. Do you think we should transfer in Jota? Not great. You know, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that would be fun. Uh, Okay. Yeah, here we go. Let's, let's do some pod stuff. Steve Jones writes in, he says, uh, how do we ignore the Twitter and podcast noise? I was early with KDB Sala Fernandez. Feels like everybody seems to be moving towards that. Uh, which makes me want to move away from it as I'm playing catch up, but it's only a small sample size in reality. I had Kane too, but swap for Jesus last week because I'm an idiot. You are, yeah, that was dumb. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, how do you ignore the Twitter and podcast noise? That's a good question, Jake. You don't, you're not influenced that much by like Twitter and podcast noise, right? No, I need to be influenced more. Um, <laughs> this season, man. Uh, I yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think trying to do the research yourself first is good and then maybe get your opinions and then if you need a little bit of help looking for research that's always the best way i think that's the most successful i think it works for me um when i do it in this season i have not which is probably why i haven't had cane or son most of the year yeah i it it, there's a process for everybody right Mm -hmm. um it is easy sometimes on twitter to get wound up and like everybody's like you have to have this person and I, I do see that a little bit, but um, the reality of it is like a lot of the times the Twitter noise is good information to at least consider. I don't know, like, you know, for example, everybody went really hard this week to get Sala in and that was, I know that he didn't play great and it was weird with the situation of him playing midweek and, and all that stuff, but um, but it was a good situation, right? He got his goal and and on we go. So, um, but, but I, I do think... Um, I do think that it can become too much sometimes when, like, I know people that listen to five, six, seven podcasts, and uh, and that's great. There's a lot. I always say this. There's a lot of good podcasts, a lot of podcasts that are better than ours out there, um, but there's also a lot of podcasts, period. Like, every week I find that there's 10 new FPL podcasts. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how you know, how many of these can there really be? Uh, and, and yeah, maybe... It, 
maybe there's a case of too much, right? Do you think there's a case where just there's a threshold, Jake, gets to be too much? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think so. Okay. Um, he also asked, what are the plans for the the Christmas holidays? Um, just hanging out. Just hanging out. We'll, we'll probably be getting some pods out. I think we're probably going to have to go weekly, right, Jake? Because because there's like now we're getting into the situation where there'll be like two game weeks in a week, you know, and, and it's there's a lot of congestion and stuff. It, we'll probably just go weekly, like uh, early in the week. We'll try to do Mondays, Sundays or Mondays. That cool yeah, with you? I think, yeah, that's cool with me. I think the only good news is that I do have the week off between Christmas and New Year's. Oh, um, nice. So it might be able to do two that week if it works for for you. But besides yeah. that, yeah, probably weekly. Um, go from there. So. Okay. Um, some other big picture questions. There was some. Uh, there were some mental health questions last week. People were like talking about that a lot in the community, and I guess like maybe I thought it would just quick for Jake and I to to talk about it with our with our uh, you know hiatus last week. And the, the only thing I'm 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 getting a little concerned about. Listen, I'm all about talking about mental health and and discussing it and being supportive of it and and that's great. But uh, what I don't like is when when people are like, you know, they use some of the words. So they'll say like, you know, oh, that's makes me like, you know, if you if you say that you have a good game week score, then I get depressed or like I get anxiety. And it's like. I don't know. I think sometimes I know this sounds bad, but I think sometimes we overuse the words and it like degrades or takes away from people that actually have depression, like actually deal with with clinically diagnosed anxiety and and things like that. So I think we got to be careful with that stuff. And also, I absolutely hate this idea that like other people can't be happy and excited about their game weeks because it upsets you. Um, I just it's really unfair that that's part of mental health, too. Right. If, if I have a good game week, I want to go on and share that with people, right? Like, I want to be like, hey, I crushed it. I did a good job. And so, so do I have to have a, sh- you know, be unhappy all the time? That Well, yes, the answer is yes, right? I do. <laughs> um, anyways, it's kind of a random thought in my head, but I just I think people just need to be careful with the way they talk about stuff. I don't know. Just my two yeah, cents. I don't disagree. Shut I up, did- Jake. <laughs> How's that for mental health? <laughs> Not good. No, um, yeah, no, um, right. I, I did find this interesting. I don't know if the numbers are that true because I don't have a source um, or I don't remember the source, but it's something like 80% of people go through like depression at some point in their life, which is a huge number. Right. Pretty surprising. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think being happy for other people, like I, I like to see when like our groups have people doing like really well and, and scoring like top top of the leaderboards like even if you're having a bad year like at least you can like vicariously live through them so there you go yeah you're just way nicer that. than me i whenever i see somebody like that i know that does well i'm just like i hate you i hate you <laughs> uh yeah yeah all right um so the other thing that i had kind of a random thought about um uh, with fpl was this i you know there's always this talk of eye test right and so the other day i was kind of thinking about like, what is eye test for somebody? And, and you know, people, a lot of people that love this idea of eye test, right? Just watching a player and observing them. They, they also like to partner that love of their eyes uh, with, um, I guess, a, 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 
a hate for the expected goals model. Like, for example, we, you and I cite a lot expected goal involvement, which would be the, you know, expected goals plus the expected assists. But I had this thought and I just wanted to discuss it and float it and see what you think. But isn't eye test for, for somebody essentially developing their own expected goal involvement model? Like, right, expected goal involvement, the, the actual stat is looking at crosses from specific areas, um, service from specific areas, and shots from specific areas, and then the odds that those uh, uh, crosses or shots or chances created would be converted into goals, right? So when you watch a game, isn't that precisely what you're doing? You're watching a player for his movement, where he right, where he is on the pitch, where he's getting service from. Um, is he getting shots off? Is he getting in dangerous areas? It's not the exact same, but you're taking data points and you're essentially developing odds for if if that player is going to convert goals and assists, aren't you? Isn't that what you're doing? Yeah, I think so. I just think you don't have very much statistical. Mm, well, not uh, what would be the word? There's no. It's more of an opinion based. I have model. concussion. <laughs> I have, yeah, it's more like an opinion based model because, like, if you're saying like I test, it's just very opinion based. Like, two people may watch the same player and like disagree. Yeah, subjective. Subjective is yeah. the word you're thinking of, right? Subjective. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, subjective. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. It's that's that's what I was thinking the other day. Like, you know, you could you could at the end of the day, you know, if you and I watched a game separate, and then we could say, okay, um, you know, what were the you know what was your Jake's eye test performance? We, we could culminate a number if you'd like. Even now, I know that nobody's doing that, but but you could do it. Right. You could say, okay, I watched a Sala play and well, he had the penalty so that, you know, I think he was, you know, that had a pretty good chance of being involved in a goal there. He wasn't very active though. He kind of sucked most of the game. He had like one other chance, maybe a couple crosses. Okay. You know, you could say like, oh, I'd give him a number of one and a half or whatever. Right. But then like, I might watch the game and say, well, you know, he was in some really dangerous areas and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I get it that you need to watch the game. Don't get me wrong. But to discount uh, another model because, you know, it doesn't it doesn't fit with your understanding of the game is kind of goofy. You're doing the exact same thing. Um, so anyways, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people will will say that that was a stupid thought. But I don't know. Just going to roll it. Um, let's get into some chip usage talk, Jake, because we do have doubles coming up soon. Um, 1819 is kind of the big, the big two game weeks this year is what it looks like. Um, and so that's actually really quite close because we're going into 13 right now. Um, 18 and 19, what's the exact dates of that? 18s is the, is January. So it's mid January, the 12th, it's Mm -hmm. a midweek start. And the 19th then is the next weekend. So uh, or excuse me, game week 19 is the next weekend. It's the 16th of January. So we're about a month out from those things and just a handful of game weeks. So I think it was probably worth starting to talk about. Um, this is what it, so we don't know exactly yet. The blanks and doubles have not officially been announced. And as usual, you will want to follow Ben Krillin to make sure you know kind of what's going on. Um, again, everyone's situation is different right now. Did you play your first wild card? Did you not play for your first wild card? You have to have your first wild card played by 16, game week 16. Okay, so 
what the which talk is also is, the week of the cup interestingly right that is interesting so it it what'll be kind of i mean i know the cup is we've talked about this it's always kind of like in the back of your head right like you hope you advance but there's going to be a lot of wild cards played that week which i don't know if that's going to be good or bad a lot of people will play those wild cards focusing on the blanks and and doubles that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to roll out the best possible team in 16 right but mm-hmm. um also there's going to be a lot of teams like ours that are you know like right now my team's kind of decimated with injuries right so and going through the holiday period it's just going to be crazy so anyways yeah it's going to be kind of chaos at that point but uh just quickly so that everybody knows kind of the general right now thought process of how we're going to work through that it looks like game week 18 is going to have a number of blanks um, and with those game weeks being moved into 19, um, also we have a number of teams, uh, City, West Ham, Villa, um, I think Newcastle, Man United, that all have games that they've missed earlier in the season that need to get rescheduled. And uh, that works right now for them to get scheduled in, in those windows uh, around 19. So it looks like 19 is going to be a really big game week with game, with game week 18 having a, a couple blanks. Um the only team that has confirmed that is uh, West Ham. West Ham's the only team that has that confirmed right now. I'm not sure. I don't actually know exactly why uh, they, um, they've confirmed it and other teams haven't. I, um, I, yeah, not exactly sure. But anyways, uh, so what a lot of the thought is right now is like if, if you, you get awarded your second wild card in game week 17. So some people may elect to go with a game week 17 wild card to get themselves set up for 19. And then they might free hit in 18 to get through that weird blank double game week. Uh, and then maybe bench boost or triple captain in uh, 19 to try to take advantage of the blank. Of course, the one issue that people might find when they, they use that technique uh, is that you're basically wild carding for that double game week and then you have a lot of season left right i think you know after 19 we have a lot of time right to continue to go so that's the only concern have you thought i know you probably haven't jake but have you thought about that much yet no not really no no what are your just initial thoughts as i explain that like on the topic Uh, i feel like i i couldn't follow it so yeah probably concussion you know Okay, what if I made this really easy for you, okay? Blanks in 18, doubles in 19, okay? You get your wild card, a new wild card, a second wild card in 17. Mm -hmm. What do you think you want to do? Free hit, question mark? Which game week? 19, question mark? Wow, all right. You are really your head is fucked, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Like what I, I guess you could wild card. Like you wild card nineteen? Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking well wild card eighteen. Initially what I'm thinking right now is I want to start thinking about my transfers a little bit to save them and or, or work towards some double game week players that I think that I'm going to want. Um not have to use my wild card in seventeen, free hit in eighteen to get through the blanks, and then I might even triple captain in 19. Like if I if there's somebody that I really like, it looks like City has a chance to have really good fixtures. Like maybe a KDB triple captain could be good. Um, oh, gosh, I don't know. Otherwise, triple maybe captain, a bench. Man. Otherwise, maybe a bench boost. 
Yeah. We'll see. Depending yeah. on matchups. We'll, we'll talk more about it. Um, I, th- I'm thinking that this next week, Ben, uh, ben Krillin says that he thinks this next week the fixtures will be released. Um, for those of us that burned our first wild card, we want the fixtures to be released as late as possible. We, we'd rather them be released like in a month, you know, and then we figure it out then um, because it's just going to give people with their, their first wild card still available so much time to plan, but so it goes. Um all right, that was a lot. We'll come back to it next week. Some people had asked that we talk about it. Um, Gary Hoare. Gary Hoare, the whore, Gary. Uh, do you have the faintest idea what a good fixture is anymore? Two words for Gary. Against Arsenal. <laughs> Tis a good fixture, Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, haven't we got like our captain picks right the last couple of game weeks and stuff? Yeah, but like it was surprising Liverpool tied Fulham. Like, I don't know, man. It's it is confusing. There's been a lot of confusing game weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like let's not forget that like Villa beat Liverpool seven to two this year. Like what the Yeah. I don't even I don't know. I mean I will say one team that's really impressed me is Southampton. Yeah, they I know they great. played like Sheffield, but they're a good team, defensively yeah. and attacking. And now that they got Ings back, it'll be interesting. Yeah, no, they've they've been they've been spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I, I've had McCarthy the whole year. Um, that's been easy, right? Five clean sheets mm-hmm. in twelve games. Um, so he's been great. Uh, and I've had Adams for a good chunk now of the year as well, and four goals, four assists, like just easy picks, right? That they they tend to return, um, you know, every other game week or whatever. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's talk about our game weeks, shall we? Yeah. Um, do you want to start or should I? I'll start because it's okay. sad. Okay. Um, wow. So just so for context for everybody, um, so overall average Jake this week was uh, fifty point three points, which is kind of sad. Top one K was at fifty seven. Top ten K was actually a little bit higher, and top hundred K at at fifty eight. Um, so. How did uh how did it go for you? Yeah, well day one was okay. Um I got an assist from Bowen who I brought in and Bamford. Um don't have any defense defenders from um West Ham or Leeds, but I do have the Colt keeper. Oh my gosh, the keeper, Mess Messlier, or however you say his name, and he got a save point. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um well two save points, excuse me. Uh and then it just kind of went downhill as the only other return I got was Calvert-Lewin. Um, and then Sala got a goal for my captain. But my defense is just, it's kind of a mess. Um, Semedo keeps taking people down in the box in like the 90th minute. You know, smart, getting smart, smart. not only getting rid of Wolves cleans, but, you know, just making, making my life sad. Um, I've really messed up this year. I'm just ready to move on. To not just to 2021, but to, to 2021 FPL. I'm throwing in the towel. You're done. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Delete your team then. I don't know how, but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So for the record, Jake probably does not know how. For those that are listening, like, how could you not know how? And like, no, he does not know where the kill button is. Um, <laughs> and even if you send him like instructions on how to do it, like <laughs> you wouldn't do it right. <laughs> There's no chance. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, um, I had uh, 40, 49 points, which was, you know, bad. 
Um, game week rank of uh, 4.6 million, which is great, and a red arrow to 1 million overall. So that's frustrating. I had, I had a nice little run of like a couple game weeks in a row of uh, greens and then red, red, and, and now it's not great. But, you know, McCarthy with the return, I, I got my captain pick. I got a good captain return again with Salah, um, you know, Bamford and Adams returning, and then everybody else on the team with nothing. The The biggest thing for me was <clears throat> the day before the game week deadline to lose Jota and Masuaku out of nowhere. Like there was no reports of anything with either of them. They, you know, just, okay, Masuaku's like, yeah, I'm having random knee surgery in the middle of the season. And Jota's like, well, um, my knee is also broken because Klott played me in a worthless game. Which, let's talk about that for a minute, right? What the fuck? What what was that? I don't know. I, I've, I've kind of, I kind of want to ask Klopp, like, what are your thoughts here? Because I'm getting really confused on the, the... yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm it, just confused. It's hard because I like Klopp. Like, I've always just liked him, like, as a manager and the person. But, man, he's lost the plot. Like he, it, it, I don't know, man. I don't get what's going on over there. He, you know, now Jota's out, you know, Sal, I loved, I saw a great tweet. Somebody said, uh, cause, cause Klopp had said something about like getting solemn minutes after his, you know, coming back from COVID. And I just thought it was funny. Somebody had said, uh, I just got done watching the first half. It looks like Salah could use some minutes, some more minutes. Maybe Klopp can organize a five aside game at halftime for him. <laughs> I thought that was a great tweet. Like, and Salah just looked ragged, like the whole game. He didn't run once. He's just like walking the entire match and like tired. And I don't know, man. So it's just not great. Anyways, so yeah, that's my, you know, I, I did get out 11, which was great. And, and I kind of had this thought in my head, like, oh, yeah, if I can get out 11 each week here with how things are going, like things will be fine. And it hasn't been that way, which really is too bad. Um, but I, I have a, you know, looking at on paper, I look at my team and I'm like, wow, loaded. Fernandez, Salah, Grealish, KDB in the midfield. That should be okay. Chilwell, Rabo, and then I rotate like defenders. Um, you know, but but I guess, you know, you don't have Kane, you don't win. That's just how it is. I Kane's Kane's gonna finish the season with like twenty five and twenty five. Like that's kinda like what he's on pace to do. It's yeah. a, it's absurd. And not only that, it's that like Vardy who's like, I don't know, forty years old, has continued to almost keep pace. Um he's got more goals than Kane. It's absurd. Like those guys are just I, I man, I, I missed the ball. I, I like did not expect those two guys to do that this year and they just have kept up. Yeah. I, and like the cheaper forwards are are good still, but uh, for whatever reason, I guess people have found the way to get Kane and still have the strong midfield, and it's just been bad for me. It's been bad. Yeah, they can't have. They probably can't have Salah, KDB, and Fernandez. Yeah, but I have seen some people that have Salah, KDB, Fernandez, and Son. Son for example, yeah. the Slack team has that. They've figured that out, which was pretty good. Um, the Slack team had a good perfect segue. The Slack team had a good game week, uh, sixty-five points, and and they we we needed that. We haven't had like a really good game week for a couple weeks, so we did take a minus four to make it happen. But um, yeah, sixty-five points, uh, green arrow overall up to one point two million. Um, and yeah, this this combo of like Son Fernandez, KDB, and Salah in the midfield. Obviously, Susek is like really helpful with that 
you know, with the random goal here and there that he gets, uh, but he got mm-hmm. one this week and Cresswell returned. And then the Martinez performance was um, wonderful for those that had, you know, that have Martinez with the three bonus points uh, and the clean sheet. Um, that's that's always nice when you get that from your goalkeeper. Um, mm-hmm. And then Calvert-Lewin and Bamford up top. Um, also just, you know, the two of them seem to just like, tick along right it, they get something every single game week almost um in fact calvert lewin has only there's only two game weeks that he has not returned something uh and bamford has one two three uh has four game weeks that he hasn't returned something but he also has eight goals and three assists on the year so um yeah they're both both good players for that so yeah good good job by the slack team good job um should we do leaderboard stuff or what should we do yeah let's do leaderboards leaderboards yeah Yeah. you want to do um dive sure okay go ahead oh god um too fast or no no i just i just saw my number and dive i didn't even know there's that many people playing this game yeah the league Um, the league's the league's big this year actually yeah that's (laughs) hard because if you're not playing well i think the i think i counted the other day it's like um like around eight or nine hundred in the league this year like every year that the league's like doubled in size kind of fun yeah um so tie for ninth uh freak no more i'm just gonna say antoon uh I'm not going to try your last name there. Uh, number nine, Tornado Toffees, Casey Griffin. Uh, number eight, TBC, Peter Gray. Uh, number seven, Cruz uh, Control, uh, Fazil Hamid. And number six, the, the Blackjacks, John Duffy. Number five, Chinoa FC, Jeremy Latsky. Number four, Like a Virgil, Buck Sharp. Number three, Show Me the Mooney, Connor Murray. Fell off a little bit. Um, number two, FC Dre. I'm just gonna say Uu. Um, I we're gonna, he's gonna have to let us know how to pronounce his name at some point. Um, number one, uh, was this he? Did he just join? I don't know. I haven't seen this in the top ten. I feel uh, Spur Spurku uh, J- Jan Niemannen. Yeah, that was my best go. Yeah, you did a great job, Jake. Yeah. You, he had to have the, he, he's a, the I brain don't remember in, him. Yeah, the brain injury is definitely affecting your ability to speak. <laughs> yeah. No that's what my that. that's what my wife said. My wife was trying to like get me to go to the ER and I was like, what are they gonna do? <laughs> what are they gonna do? Make sure that I don't die. Make sure <laughs> I don't have a bl- brain bleed. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me what to do, wife, right? It's good. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um uh, all right, top five in the PSL Super League, the top supporters league in the world. I'm um, in fifth, Patty Pie, the Teeth of Suarez, and fourth, Patrick Coyle, Luna, Luna Nick, Luta Nick's North End. In third, Mo Newman, new team. I like that name. Uh, with a game week uh, game week score of 80 from from Mo. Um, in second, Gaz FPL, Sporting Sideburns. Uh, Gaz is the one that reminder runs the the uh, the Slack team. Excuse me, Discord team now, the the community team. And in first, Connor Murray, Show Me the Mooney. Um, with a game week of 45, a rough little rough little game week for Connor. So, um, uh, we also did have uh, some some head to head results. So we have our our master master stroke uh, dildo sponsored uh, league. Um, so I was just looking at some of the teams. I'll just I won't go through all the matchups, but um, 
but I will say that uh, TKK had a score of 87 this week, which was pretty crazy. Um, and it looks like um, LLS is the the top league team in the league with um, with 10 wins, uh, 30 total 30 total points uh, accumulated. So Art of the Dive, not not terrible mid mid league team right now, mid table team. Um, so I need to need to have some better results coming up here to to try to make a festive push, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair Doing enough. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's just do a really quick break, Jake, and then we'll come back. And we've got quite a few questions um, for the second half of the uh, the week. That sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Uh, just wanted to th- say thanks to all the Patreons. You know, we're, we just got through Thanksgiving. We're getting into the holiday season over here. And uh, we've got a lot of great folks that um, that support the podcast. So thanks to all of you that do that. It really does mean a lot. Um, I mean, for me, like this holiday season, I'm actually having my family over and we're just eating five-gallon pails of caviar. Um, which, yeah, I mean, you know, most people do like something standard, but we're just going to eat caviar. Um, and, and for us, it's not like a big deal because I can afford it because of our Patreon. So are are you going to do anything weird with your money? Um, I think we're taking an all exclusive, all exclusive vacation to, um, an island that I don't even know the name of. That's that's how exclusive Wait, it is. Wait, do you own the island or you don't own the island? I don't own it, but we're looking at it, owning it. Right. So it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Like you're going to fly on it and be like, this island's not good enough for me. And then yeah, like. Yeah, we have to make sure it is good enough before I just, you know, buy it. I don't I, have that much money to buy like multiple islands. Maybe a couple. Maybe like two. Yeah. At this point, I just buy them. You know, because it's yeah. like when the money's coming in this hot, like you just buy it and move on, you know. So. Well, real estate's a good investment. It certainly is. Uh, if anyone would like to support the Patreon, we we want more islands. So, uh, you can go on to patreon.com, um, The Art of the Dive. Uh, you can DM us. Uh, you can find a link on our Twitter. You can find a link on our webpage, divefpl.com. Uh, and we'd love the support. Uh, it goes a long way. So, thank you. Um Let's talk about the game week, Jake. And I think <sighs> you and I were talking about this before we started the pod. I, you know, I don't think that we're right on everything ever. And I, I don't think that we're experts in the game. I always say that. I would say we both have made huge mistakes by not having Sun and Kane in our teams. Um, and we have, uh, we haven't really even talked about them on the podcast. Like they haven't even really because Kane was such a non-factor the last couple of years, and honestly, the season kind of started like the same with him, just in terms of positioning. Right? He, the mm-hmm. last two years, the big issue has been he's been playing very deep for a center forward, and for me, that's a huge turnoff. I don't want my center forward playing as a holding midfielder, and uh, this year they seem to have uh, unlocked that a bit. He's continuing; his heat map is still really, really deep compared to other players that play that position, and yet uh, he continues to tick along and turn over at an exceptional rate. Uh, we have a question here from Alex: Sun and Kane both on course to smash Salah's record from for FPL points, uh, both on close uh, to come 
both on course to come close to Salah's single season goal record. Uh, Spurs seem only able to score if one or both are involved. Is it time for everyone to just swallow their pride and join those that own both? Let's get into this conversation because uh, I have neither. I have had neither all year and I just can't make any ground really in the top one mil because everybody else has them. Yeah. I I mean, the the stats for Sun are pretty absurd. Um, He's got an XG of four and an XA of two and he's got 10 goals and four assists. So he's basically doubling up Um, and Every year, Sun is a mistake. You know, for me, I bring him in. He doesn't do well. When I don't have him, he explodes. He looks better that, than Kane to me right. per the eye test, but Kane's underlying stats are actually better, and it's nice because he's on penalties. I just have no way to get to him unless I do my wild card. I, I, I don't... I would have to make it least like a... It would either have to be like I drop Sala to like a 5.0, and then, you know, bring up a player or drop Fernandez. But that's the hard part is like, is Fernandez really that much worse? Like Fernandez to me, I guess, cost wise is the same as Kane. So it sucks because I have Fernandez instead. But by the end of the year, do I really think Fernandez can't keep up with Kane? I don't know. I feel like he can. I, I, I just, I don't know. I guess Spurs are good and I'm, I'm an idiot simple as that oh okay well i'm happy that you came to that conclusion uh the the yeah the thing with kane is his delta right now for expected goal involvement it's plus 10.6 so he's right on track for his uh goals he's um he's his expected goals is at uh like around seven and he has nine and but that everybody's uh, not everybody but a lot of People are overperforming just by a little bit, like at this point in the season. But for assists, his expected assists, uh, according to, to fantasy, uh, fantasy Football Scout, is 1.37. He has 10 huh. assists right now on the year. Um, yeah. It helps that, like, Sun has hit a few bangers, right? So, like, he passed the ball yeah. to Sun. Sun, like, just, you know, hits a banger from, like, nowhere and and that scores. But, yeah, it's, it's just – it's pretty crazy because – um, I think Alex makes a good point, though, right? If Spurs are going to score, it's going to come from one or both of them, right? Yep. So that's, I think, the situation that we're in. Um, you know, but we look at like attempts. You know, Kane's Kane has a lot of goal attempts, right? So that that's where that makes sense. Um, you know, he's got uh, forty six attempts on the year. Um, the only person that's even really close to him is Bamford, who matches that at forty six. Um, Calvert-Lewin's down at 37. Mitrovic is actually fourth for strikers uh, at 31. And then Werner at 29. So he is getting the chances from a, a shots perspective. But yeah, I, I think the whole like the assist thing's pretty weird. Um, you know, like you look at chances created, he is pretty high because he's playing so deep. He's actually leading forward and ch- forwards and chances created. And... Uh, forwards and big chances created which to me is really interesting that he has those numbers so high and yet his expected assists is pretty low um so i'm not exactly sure how that those two numbers are corresponding but need to dig into that who's who's the player you forego though to get him right so like yeah you gotta have three big players if you well i mean you could have three big players i guess i should say so like is it kane sala fernandez kane sala uh 
KDB or do you do you go like with what a lot of teams have with Kane and Son like that's what's surprising to me having both those guys has worked so well but like you said it's because they've connected on literally every goal it's just painful even the goal like I, I watched Spurs against Crystal Palace and they looked good but like watching that goal go in was like the most painful thing I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, just a lateral pass and Kane shooting the ball from like, I don't know, at least 26 yards out that just goes straight at Gaita and he just can't pick it up. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. I um. Why doesn't that happen to me? Like when I shoot the ball from I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe your concussion brain will make it look like that to you. Yeah, exactly. it's swerving everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Thomas Bracken actually writes that exact question in Jake. Kane, Bruno, Salah, KDB, which three should we pick? Or is it worth trying to thumb in all four? Hey, listen, anytime I get a chance to thumb something in, I do it. I mean, I guess like that is something that could be done because there's so many players at ch- at a cheap price that – have really done a fantastic job. I mean, like like you said, Suchek, uh, Neto for Wolves. I, it's just, it's a little bit risky because, like, do those guys keep it up the whole season? Even, like, Bed- Bednarik and Vestergaard, um, 53 and 59 points, and they're both under five. You know, could you, should we be doubling up with Southampton? Like, you have McCarthy. Should you have a defender as well? Yeah. Um, the answer to me is like, yes. I mean, I think Southampton have looked really good. Um, overall, like their, their goals against, they, they're not the greatest. Um, but you got to remember that they gave up what, like five of those goals to Spurs. So they've only given up 12 goals the rest of the season otherwise. Uh, so you know i mean not not terrible um i don't know it's a it's there's there's definitely a way to do it yeah just just like is that that the best i don't know yeah you no, i think you could get all four in it's it it's pretty tricky you'd probably have to go pretty cheap at the back um if i had Mm -hmm. to pick three right now i think it would be kane bruno and probably sala i'd probably leave kdb out which is hard for me to say but i probably would um just because city aren't firing on all cylinders and uh, I mean, I guess neither are Liverpool. Or and United. now, though, like KDB has the chance to, right? Like he has a great right. run of fixtures, which makes me really nervous. But but now it's like now Champions League. I mean, how long is Champions League off for? They're off for a while, correct? Yeah, I think about a month or something. So like now would maybe be the month to do it because he's not having to play in both games. Um, like I'm almost tempted. Do I just go solid to KDB and then like wild card to get all back in? But like the pricing that really scares me because yeah. um, you lose all those those points that you've gained with him because you know I brought him in at twelve and he's up to twelve point three now. But I don't know. I mean I think KDB is going to do pretty well the next few game weeks. That's why I have him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to do those four, you'd have to have a bunch of cheap defenders. And, and Future Hope Future Hope Hicks, Mr. Future Hope Hicks writes in, if you had to pick any 4.5 defenders, uh, who would they be? Um, it, that's been tough, man. Uh, there's not a lot of great 4.5s, are there? No. I mean, Bednarik has been pretty fantastic. Um for like his his price but i i think that might change now because they have a lot harder fixtures i mean arsenal and fulham aren't terrible for the next two game weeks but they have man city liverpool west ham leeds leicester 
Arsenal again. I, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> Man United's coming up. I, I, I think it's so even. If you look at the defenders and you take out, if you take out Zuma and Chilwell and Vestergaard, you have literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, four, eight, thirteen, fourteen players are within. You know, ten points of each other. Hey, you don't that's have a concussion. A you counted to fourteen. I think so. Yeah, I think that's, I got them all. That's how. Uh, um, that's how they actually like basically just test for concussions, like in the prem. Yeah, they're like, all right, they're all right, doing. yeah. Can you just count from one to fourteen? Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. All right. Go play some more footy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, they don't even make you do it. That might have been Australian. I don't know. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you're right. I get, I, I get your point. No, I get your point. Totally. Yeah. There's <laughs> just like a bunch of guys in the exact same zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, even looking like at expected goal involvement, I mean, Aileen and Masuaku are the top and then Dallas, right? So they're 4.5, 4.5, 4.6. It, you know, it's hard. It's interesting with Leeds, right? Because they, I think they have four clean sheets on the year, which um, mm-hmm. the best team right now has five. Uh, but they also have like the most goals conceded or something like that. So (laughs) it's like, it's really confusing with what's going on over there. It's kind of all or nothing with them. Um, You know, so that's kind of hard. Masuaku, obviously you can't pick now, right? Because of of his knee surgery, he probably won't be back for six weeks. So I have him sitting on my bench. That's great. Um, You know, West Ham have looked decent. They do have a double coming up. So that's a confirmed double in 19. So that's something that I was kind of thinking about. Like, all right, maybe I'll get... Um, I don't know, like Kufal in or, or I don't know, just somebody, somebody else. Um, Balbuena, I think, isn't he at f- uh, 4.4? I mean, he's a center back, but, um, yeah. so, you know, like maybe just something like that as like a placeholder until later in the season. So I- I'm not really sure. There's not a lot of great 4.5 picks. My thought with a lot of team structure right now is that a lot of people are going to have like two more expensive guys, like maybe a, you know, Robertson or Chilwa or James or, you know, somebody like that. Although the Robertson thing's starting to get hard to hang on to with the amount of money in him. Um, but, uh, yeah. and then to have, yeah, and then to have a handful of like, you know, 4.5 guys, like just, and make it work. Right. Because you got to have so many attacking options this year. It seems like everyone that's scoring should, or should be scoring is scoring. So. I know. It's like I've been holding Robertson being like, he's going to explode. Like this happens every year. The defenders start a little slow and then, you know, bam. It's like, but it's not happening. It's like yeah, he's I mean, just he's kind fifth, of a waste. Yeah, he's the fifth highest scoring defender, um, but he's on pace with James. So, like, that's one thing I've looked at. You can save almost $2 million and just mm-hmm. go to James and he'll probably, like from an attacking perspective, you know, Rob, Robbo is, um, is better but um but james is just like almost just as good you know like so that's what's going on there i mean rob robertson's leading everyone in expected goal involvement but um james is like right behind him you know what i mean so like it's yeah. not it's not really that much of a difference and um the fixtures i don't know the fixtures are i guess slightly better for or are yeah are probably better for liverpool over the short run here but does it really matter? It doesn't seem it's hard to like know who's going to keep cleans at this point. 
I don't know. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they gave up a goal to Fulham. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And they have so many injuries on that team. It's like, I just don't see them keeping a ton of clean sheets the rest of the year. If anything, like the Chelsea defense has been, you know, like they, they're rolling out the same lineup, which I think means a lot, that yeah, continuity. That's true. Yeah. Um, all right. We have a lot of questions and we don't want the pod to run too long. So we're going to go kind of fast. Deal? Okay, FPL Virgin writes in, should we upside chase our premium players based on fixtures or should we just pick three or four and stick with them? Uh, I've been doing, uh, yeah, I I've now have three premiums in my team, um, Salah, KDB, and Bruno um, through my midfield because I thought between the three of them, I can always find a really good captain pick each week. Um, and it's it's able to, it's it can be done, right? You can do it while still having pretty good balance mostly good balance on other parts of the pitch um but i have throughout this year been kind of chasing captains i've been basically planning my team out for that and i think i've had captain returns in every game week except one um so i think uh with structure you can probably have all three but you can you can also chase a little bit as well what are you doing jake uh, I would, I would, what I'm doing is not good, but what I would argue is that chasing fixtures is probably the better way to do it. It's a little yeah. bit hard cause you kind of then lose price points. Um, but you know, like right now I think KDB's KDB and Fernandez are probably the best for a little bit. Um, and, and again, I mean, I keep saying that sun and uh, Kane will fall off, but I don't know. And and now that they play Liverpool, it's like I imagine they're going to at least score one goal. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, FPL drunk and two point sex sounds both wrote in questions that I think kind of go together. Um, which teams and players have been underperforming for the first ten game weeks and offer an opportunity to gain rank over the holiday? And it's about a quarter of the way through the season. So we've had enough time to assess the players. Who, if anyone, are your season keepers? Are there any surprises? Good questions. Um, So let's just kind of take those together. Um, Let's start with the season keepers because that's just a little bit easier. And then we'll talk if there's teams that are like underperforming, which is, a, I think, sometimes a misused word. But um, season keepers. For me, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, I think is going to be in my team for forever. Um, his stats are really high. He continues to to move at a at a good rate. Now he did get taken off in the seventy third minute in this last game week, which I hope that they're not thinking like that's going to become a thing. But we'll see. Um, he, you know, stats are good. Leads create a lot of chances, so he, he's a season keeper for me. Um, right now, I I don't. This is weird. Normally, I don't feel like this, but I don't feel like any of my premiums are season keepers. I feel like I can move them whenever I want to move them to try to get. Mm-hmm. other premiums so i don't and i don't in my back line have anyone i thought at first for a while i was like oh chill well now like the guy just bangs yeah. along but like i also feel like even him i looked at the other day oh maybe i'll just move him down to james you know and like yeah. just do that like have an extra million or whatever but I, I was gonna say like one chelsea defender but i can't even say who it would be i kind of feel this i looked at the same thing i was like Chilwell's on my team for the rest of the year and then i'm like well what about james i may do both we'll see um but yeah i think i think i agree with bamford and the other interesting players i think i, I like bowen and i'm happy with my move surprisingly it's probably stupid, but I think Suchek would have been the better move because it would have facilitated an extra 1.3 mil, and, and he was the one who scored. You know, Bowen got an assist. But, like, if Suchek just continues to play every game and get some cleans and get, like, three more goals, 
he's like a great fifth option. He's he's probably one of the best players to have. And like West Ham started with one of the worst fixture runs. So like the rest of the year is a lot better for them. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, com- I completely agree with that. I, I think if um, I wildcarded, he'd be in my team for the rest of the year. Yeah, so. he Suchek's in my team right now. Yeah, I dropped well, Jota for him move. just because Jota was going to dro- was going to fall right, and Suchek was yeah. maybe going to rise. And West Ham probably have, they have this double in nineteen, so I was just like, why why not? It's going to facilitate moves elsewhere. One thing yeah. I think, and this is off the topic, and I know I said we need to go fast, but. I think I need to get my team back to like the structure that I used to use for years when I was pretty successful. And that structure was this, a playing goalkeeper and a non-playing goalkeeper, uh, two higher hitting defenders, and then three really low defenders. Um, one midfielder that's like a 4.5 or 5 that I know is going to play every week, but you know, not like not don't need him to start ever really and then uh you know a, a two mid price mids and then two higher price mids and then uh, up front two lower price forwards and a, hi- a higher price forward so i normally do like a high a mid and like somebody's who's really low but again comes and plays every week like even a brewster who's never gonna play really or score but he'll get me one point if i need him to um, yeah. And so that's what I'm trying to move kind of back towards is just this structure like that where I've got more balance throughout the team uh, and it allows me to to move easily like amongst those premiums. So anyways, that's a side note. Um, teams yeah. that are underperforming, uh, I think that's an interesting question. I mean, it's really hard this year because the like expected data I feel like is kind of off. There's like a lot of teams that are really overperforming uh, as well, but the problem is this idea of like underperforming, overperforming, and an assumption that there's going to be regression back to the mean is really challenging in football because the sample size is pretty small. And there's so much variation, like from game week to game week, things that affect the game, like especially this year with, you know, starters being out because of coronavirus and all the, the fixture congestion and injuries. And so there's a there's a lot of like fluctuation in team performance from week to week. And that's why right earlier somebody had asked, do we really know what a good fixture looks like anymore? Because it you know, you on paper it looks like a good fixture, but it's just there's a lot of factors and variables that are affecting the match. So how do you answer the question? I mean, I I think that what we have to look for are teams that, you know, we think are 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 performing okay, but aren't performing up to like what we're used to seeing them perform. So for example, I think a team like City is going to start playing better at some point here. It's been, you know, we had like a little flash of it, right? Where they kind of came out against Burnley and did their Burnley thing, right? And and um, and so that's a potential one. I think Liverpool to me have, have, have been kind of meh for a lot of the year, especially defensively, which is unusual. I do attribute a lot of that to Anfield, right? Not being filled with fans. I, I do believe that. That they're a team that, though, that, you know, like ownership's pretty high for Salah, um, you know, at, at 35%. Um, Rabo ownership is down to 18. You know, I think that they're a team that at some point it comes back. But like I said, it's hard with Rabo right now because, you know, you could go to James and, and do just as well. So um, outside of that, I, I don't know. Like, are there other teams, Jake, that you you think are performing at a certain level and that they might be able to turn it around here uh i i man city was the one and i like would have said like sterling's still an interesting player to watch for me but um the other one is i do think man united 
I mean, I guess I don't follow them closely enough. I just that they have so many good players. Like, I think at some point they might turn it around and be a little bit more impressive in the Premier League. Um, so I still think like Fernandez is the player to keep in that group. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay, two point. Uh, uh, uh. If you had DLC from the start of the season, would you sell even though you would lose point five uh, in squad value if you if you wanted to get him back? Of course. Um, Everton's fixtures turn and he could be downgraded to Bamford to free up cash to get a, a midfield premium. Yeah, I think DLC or DCL DLC D- DCL is the uh, is the probably the next closest to like a season hold. He just gets yeah. something every game, doesn't he? Yeah, I I think. I literally was like before you said the second part of that question was like if you're moving him to like Bamford or if you're moving him to Kane maybe right but other than that yeah no I I think you keep him and I mean like I think Arsenal <laughs> I think he has to score against Arsenal I don't see how he does how it he not we'll worst see. team in the league uh Toxith writes in saw Delhi got some minutes did you keep hold of him you did <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you know to be fair though that was our player for spurs and it just didn't work out you know yeah. we, we thought we well thought yeah, we were on spurs right we were like yeah they're gonna yeah. be they'll be better this year they've got good reinforcements right jose's had some time there but um yeah we just kind of fucked that up um my question what have you bought each other for for uh, the holiday for christmas um we um yeah we do we don't do christmas we do festivus toxith you know that <laughs> Um, but, uh, we, the last two years have gotten each other presents on the pod. We got to do that. Don't we? Yeah. We do. Shit. Yeah. I haven't even thought about what I'm going to get you yet. Wow. That hurts. Jake got me a, a giant cast of his penis last time. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. What was in there? Uh, it I was, forget. um, you sent like a really nice bottle of beer from stone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's I right. sent it did you look a, like a giant penis. I, yeah. You were like some, like it looked, it was wrapped funny. It was weird. Uh, and then I sent you, um, some baby oil and, uh, a, <laughs> and a shirt that's a pumpkin yeah. spice shirt, right? Yeah. I love that shirt. I yeah. still wear it. So yeah. Yeah. The baby oil was for something else. Yeah, I don't know where that is. I'll have to go look. Ayo. Uh, report writes in, who's the best replacement for Jota? Uh, then he then he said, can we have more of Jacob's pussy on the pod? I don't know if I like that word. Oh. Not an appropriate he's right word. behind me. Yeah. The, the, oh, the cat. He's chilling. Yeah. Is that what he was trying to refer to? I think so, yeah. Woodford's hanging out. He's listening. All right. So, cat pussy. That's what he meant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Woodford's there. You're happy now. Uh, we already talked a little bit about this, right? I mean, maybe Suchek could be a good move. Um, uh, Bowen is what a lot of people are talking about as well, right? But I just think the funds there might be yeah. better spent, you know, I, like I elsewhere. Will, as a as a, a Bowen owner, as a one of the 4.3%, I think I should have just gone to Suchek. I might actually double up because um, I just don't – I can't – I'm trying to find a way to get Joe to so well. We can talk about it later, but yeah, yeah. You don't want to just finish that thought. Okay, yeah. So I guess the question is: Do I get Joe to to Sun, or do I get Joe to down and move someone else to Sun? But we didn't talk about uh, Grealish. Like, is he a season keeper? I, I don't know. Yeah, he, I don't know. He's always yeah. a. He's kind of he. His fixtures change after Crystal Palace in game week fifteen. Um. Yeah. He's a hard one. Yeah. He either tends to do really well in a game or just kind of not be present. But 
Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Blister uh, writes in, is Werner worth holding on to? I will leave it up to you to freestyle getting from Werner to Wiener, then holding on to a German sausage. I think he's talking what? about, <laughs> is he talking about sex stuff? Yeah, I think so. But no, Werner is not a hold. Yeah. No. Uh, it's hard. Like, he hasn't even had that bad of a year, but. No, it's just hard because there's so many. It's either like cheaper guys or you just have Kane. Right? Yeah. Like, have, or even Vardy. Like, yeah, can you get Vardy. to Vardy? Yeah. 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 He's outscored. Vardy's outscored Werner by 30 points. Vardy's, Vardy's got the highest XG per any forward. It's absurd. Yeah. You just, I just don't understand. He's so old. It must be the Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah. It is the Red Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a juvenile delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kenny writes in, uh, Torn, who to bench? I have Vestergaard, Justin, Dallas, and Chilwell. Uh, I would bench Justin against Everton. Who would you bench? What what were the other options? Vestergaard? Arsenal. uh, Vestergaard against Arsenal. Justin against Everton. Dallas against Newcastle. Chilwell against Wolves. Oof. I think I have to agree. Yeah, I think Everton are most likely to score there. But that's actually, I mean, you could honestly play all of them. But I don't know what the rest of the team looks like. So. Um, all right. Who are you going to, this is an interesting week. Who are you going to captain? You've got Fernandez. I, it's got to be Fernandez. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Against Sheffield. Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, you also have De Bruyne against West Brom, though. At I, home. I, yeah, if I had De Bruyne, I think I'd do De Bruyne. And, but there's no way I can get to him unless I do a a triple move probably yeah. or i just drop sala to him which i don't I, i'm i would do if if i didn't have jota and lamptey to deal with the thing is fernandez might actually even be a better pick than yeah than kdb yeah and and the other thing is is like sala after this which he probably won't get rested which is unfortunate but he has palace west brom newcastle southampton burnley like yeah it's no, like captain getting, captain 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 yeah. captain right for like yeah. the next five so. game weeks and he's gonna go on a tear and probably get like a hat trick in one of those yeah. and then it was worth it right like yep. like even if he blanks in two of them but he hat tricks in one like you're probably good to, you know what i mean it's like worth it just yeah. to leave the band on him right yeah yeah all right. Well, that's good. Have you uh, made your moves yet? Deadline's tomorrow. No. Um, but yeah, that's what I was. I'm, I'm really stuck on what to do. Like, I mean, I can I can work. The problem is this Lamptey injury. I, I guess I have enough players to like work around it. Like I could theoretically hold. I just would have to play Robertson against Spurs and, and Semedo against Chelsea. Um, and so... I, I'm not sure if I just bite the bullet. Jota already dropped a price. I, I don't know if I... Do I just move Lamptey because he might not play against Fulham to like a player that will play? And it's it's challenging. It This has been a rough year. It's gotten <laughs> real bad for me the past couple of weeks. So. Really? You're, you're, uh, you're drowning right now, aren't you? Well, like... This hasn't happened to me in a long time, but like the Wilson move for a hit and then they didn't play. And then, you know, I, I, I was on Jota and I will shout out our friend who suggested him, but he suggested him too early. Like, and I had him and then he didn't even play and he blanked and I got rid of him and then he went off. Um, and then I got him back in and he got injured. It's just been a merry-go-round on these like little players that aren't as important and it's like what i do every year it's just such a mistake i don't 
I don't know. I can't blame the concussion because that happened today or yesterday. So I don't know. I just don't know what to do. It's like every move you make, you just, there's like, it's going to go wrong. You suck. I do. Yeah, I do suck. <laughs> this year has been bad. I think, I think I need a break. I need a break. And that's the problem with FPL is there's no break. And yeah, then there wasn't a, spe- a break between the last yeah, season. Bad news. So. If you're saying I need a break coming into the festive period here. Yeah. It's like really yeah. bad news if that's what you're saying. <laughs> maybe this is the festive year though that I turn around. It's always like the worst part of my season. It's true. So yeah, maybe. you tank every year over the holidays. Like you're like, I'm great, and then all of a sudden you're like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, this is probably so the lowest I've ever gone into the festivist season. So that's good. It can't get much worse. So you got a green arrow out of it. Yeah. Nice. So. Harry, well, that's good. Uh good luck figuring that out because I, I really don't know what to even make of it all to be honest um we have a lot of like random questions so um you know sh- follow us on twitter at dive fpl you know we really appreciate if people go on there i know it doesn't take it doesn't take long right like go on and retweet it and like it if you enjoy the podcast like you don't support us on the patreon fine uh but make sure you go and help us move it a lot of the times it's like the same folks that support us in our patreon also are over here like hey we love your pod and helping us in that way so don't make them do it all they already carry the the you know majority of the load for this team uh, download our podcast anywhere itunes spotify soundcloud stitcher google play we're everywhere Podbean, overcast pocket cast cast box whatever just uh do it download it share it we really appreciate it um a couple kind of random questions gaz wrote in like a tactical question which i thought was interesting uh uh i won my 20-year war against long kickouts um basically free kicks right or goal kicks keeping possession is key he says the next war i want to fight against is this is the way we have always done it uh, or the next war against the fight of this is the way we've always done it is throw-ins it seems that the fact you cannot be offside from a throw-in is being overlooked let's say you have a throw-in in your opponent's half on the 10 yard from the corner marker I would like to see teams experimenting with placing players on the corner flag, the 10-yard goal line mark, and potentially front and back post. This would spread the defensive team out incredibly. It's an interesting uh, thing. So the throw-in game has really, I think, evolved in the last year or so. You know, last year, Liverpool kind of famously hired a throw-ins coach. Um, The stats are, I actually know this because I coach, Teams uh, retain possession um, in the Prem, I believe, like only around 40% of the time uh, of uh, during throw-ins. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? It's almost like, or like yeah, 45%. It's, it's actually, they're more so likely. might as well kick the ball out. Yeah, they're, they're more likely to lose the ball off a throw-in to, re, to lose possession than they are to win it or to maintain it, I believe, or something like the stats, something like that. I think that's in the attacking areas of the field when the defense, right, is... um is a little bit more compact and organized, right? Yeah. Um, well, and you I can't mean, you just can, throw it back. Yeah, um, yeah but, it's difficult. But, yeah, yeah, it is. So um, so they've hired throwing coaches. Uh, Liverpool was like the worst. I don't know if that actually, I've, I've been misquoting, I'm misquoting there. That was what Liverpool was at last year. They were the lowest, not last year, the year before. They were the lowest in the league. Like 45% of the time they retained possession out of their throw-ins. They increased that to like one of the best in the league after a year of working with this throwing coach. I think they're up to now like 68% or something or 70% of the time. Wow. Um, and they've increased the number of goals scored off throw-in situations from, I think they had just had a, a few like on the season um, to like uh, 12 or 13. So I think they increased it by like eight or 10 goals. 
Um, and, and not like directly from the throne all the time, right? Like not necessarily a long throw into the box, but you know, you could also like almost treat it like a set piece, right? Where you, you throw it short and then maybe a pass or two and then there's service or something like that. So yeah, I, I mean, I think it's like, it's, it's a very overlooked part of the game, but like the ball's out of play for like 20 minutes a game, you know, like throw-ins take a huge amount of the time up. Um, so yeah, I think it's good. That's good. Yes. I've always been, I I agree with everything there. I've always been a huge fan of the quick throw in too. It it just, the longer you wait on the throw in, the more the defense can set up. And I think the more you have a chance of the defense winning possession. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point because a lot of teams play the ball out on purpose so that they can organize. Right. Yep. Um, FBO Virgin right in just Jake have a hairy ball sack. If you were offered enough money, would you read out a promo live on air during the pod for Manscaped? I mean, yeah, I would I would do that for sure. I'd, <laughs> I'd shave my balls on air. If, pe- <laughs> yeah. if they were going to pay me, I'd do it. Yeah. We've been very vocal that we'll do about anything for money. Yeah. Yeah. Alex says with vaccines on their way, what are the two of you looking forward to doing in 2021 that you haven't been able to do this year? Uh, my wife and I were just talking about it. Uh, we last year had planned to go to Europe last summer. I've never mm-hmm. been. Uh, my wife has, but I haven't. And um, we had actually talked about doing it with Jake and his wife. Um, but yeah. obviously that all got canceled. That's something that I'm really hoping this summer that we can do. My my um, my wife's, I think, going to be vaccinated soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. So then she can she do whatever any, she wants. Any major concerns? No. No, yeah. I don't think so. It's just, okay. you, you I love know, to hear that. yeah, we just gotta, just gotta get it done. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I'm looking forward to. Jake, anything you're looking yeah, forward to? Yeah, that was actually the same thing going to Europe. That was the plan. Yeah. So I've been and my wife hasn't. So, well, actually she did. I lied. She just went to Spain. Yeah. So. I was going to say, wasn't she just there? <laughs> yeah. That was the first time she got to travel and she loved it. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to do a little, uh, Spain, little Italy, maybe some, uh, a lot of wine, some decent food be fun uh mr hopix writes in jacob's expenses per month in dollars yachts 20 mil caviar 60k blow 200k ostentatious jewelry great word uh three mil computer mice (laughs) one billion (laughs) dollars peacock 399 per match someone who is good at uh the economy please help jake sort his finances so he can afford peacock why do you want do you need peacock yeah, I think I was talking about it. I was pissed that Peacock stole in so many games. But oh. I got to watch Arsenal lose to Burnley, so I was happy about that. It was great. <laughs> Peacock. We didn't talk about the, the Xhaka uh, choke, you know. Oh, yeah, he did a choke slam thingy, didn't he? Yeah. Grabbed I mean, the guy's it's throat. Just, you, you know, I would be interesting, interested to hear, like, is Arsenal the biggest joke of a club of all time? Like lately, like in the last like five years, like they, mm. they, they realistically could get relegated with that loss to Burnley. I hope they do. That'd be hilarious. I kind of hope they do as well. No. So. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, all right. That was a really kind of a long pod, but um, we yeah, had to kind of play right. catch up, right? Because so, yeah. so there's, um, but the next time we pod though, there'll have been two game weeks, right? Yeah. Because uh, Tuesday deadline and then Saturday deadline. Yep. So It'll be good. The, yeah, the next time we pod, they'll have been two games. So good luck to everyone. I really, really hope it goes well. Have fun. Um, let's get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.
All right, let's stop recording. Three, two, one, stop. Dude, I'm sorry I have a concussion. No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, who cares about your brain? That's crazy. Uh, that that's um I've seen that happen a few times actually like where strikers are are like chasing down center backs and like push them kind of like into goalkeepers or think weird things like that, you know? Yeah, it was it was a really dirty play that is. and like Yeah, it is. Yeah. The the ref like I I got up and like pointed my finger at the guy and was like fuck you. <laughs> this stupid dirty play and the ref like came in and like he didn't pull me away but like he was like threatening to like you know kick me out of the game and i was like whatever i was like because i thought about it i was like it's a really hard call for the referee um because like it was like four people all running together and he didn't like push me hard but he definitely i i got my body my my back was to the goalkeeper almost like yeah. almost completely and right. so what i did was i kicked it to the side away from the keeper and he just pushed me just enough yep. so that when the keeper slid i i caught the back of the keeper yeah he just guided you into the goalkeeper yeah he knew what yeah. he was doing though 100% yeah he knew what he was yeah, doing that's 100%. why i was so pissed yeah. and and it's funny cuz like a lot of the players on our team they're they're, they're like good they're good players um but they they were like, "Why are you so mad?" And I was like, "You don't you didn't realize like how dirty that was." Like, yeah, it was really it was a cheap shot. Yeah, that's why <laughs> this is this is the reason I don't play anymore. Yeah, it's just, it's so fucking absurd that like adults can't get together and just have like a nice game without hurting people. Yeah. And that's like yeah. it's just it's not most people are great, I'm sure, but every team has like one or two people. Almost always yeah. guys that are just like washed up and think they know how to play. And that's like yeah. how they handle the thing. It's terrible. It's so stupid. Yeah. 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 Sorry. That sucks. That's yeah, all right. I'm, I'm feeling much better today. So yeah. Yeah. I've, I've only had like three brain, 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 brain bleeds <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> things, things are okay. I did have a full on seizure in the shower this morning, which wasn't great. <laughs> Uh, and I did, woke up and had a bit of a meltdown because I didn't know the woman that was in the bed with me. Uh, it turned out it was my wife, but you know, whatever. Yeah, seriously, uh, shit. Um, all right, um, let's let's roll into the second part here. You ready? Yeah. 